Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back? when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo Promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, guys. You're very welcome to this podcast in this mini series on no closure with a narcissistic individual after an intimate relationship, but it is translatable to other circumstances such as familial workplace or friendship. So if you haven't caught the number one part one video in relation to why no closure with a narcissist, I'd suggest maybe you check that out before listening to this, but they can be listened to out of sequence. So today I'd like to get into the effects of no closure on a human being. When the relationship ends and you're going to your family or friends, maybe, and talking about your distress at a possible very cruel discard by the narcissist that came out of left field that you weren't expecting, that was on the back of future faking, maybe a day beforehand where the narcissist was making plans with you for your future, even having sex with you the night before. This is a huge shock to the system, the discard in itself. And then a narcissist that goes off without giving you an explanation, either ghosting you or blaming you for the failure of the relationship in a very brief few sentences and not allowing you to communicate your feelings or having a proper discussion about why the relationship is all of a sudden ending. So the narcissist disappears into the ether and 
also possibly blocks communication from you in relation to questions you may have as to what the hell has just happened and why have they suddenly disappeared after a serious relationship or a family relationship that's lasted years or a friendship that's maybe even lasted 20, 30 or 40 years. So guys, I'm going to get into the effects on a human being of not being able to communicate your feelings with another individual with whom you've had what you believed was a very close, intense and loving relationship. So let's get into it. First of all, when you're talking to family and friends, they may say things to you not understanding exactly what you've gone through and su supposing kind of in their own minds that you've you've more or less known that this was coming, even if you say that it caught you unawares, that you must have had some indication that the relationship was breaking down and that it's best for you to just move forward and move on from this individual. And while that's great advice, it doesn't come close to being able to support you, not through any fault of theirs, for lack of understanding about narcissistic abuse. But it's like taking a plaster that you would put on a cut knee and placing it over the site of your appendix when you have severe appendicitis that's about to rupture. That's how effective these cliched sayings are to an individual who has experienced a cruel discard and is now being blocked from the narcissist in relation to closure. Although you may have one avenue open, it's usually an email avenue that they will leave open. Um, but no response if you do send them an email asking for a meeting or an explanation. So the narcissist is very aware that giving you no closure and being out of communication with you or not allowing you to communicate your feelings or to connect with them in a meaningful way, that basically ignoring you is, in their opinion and their mind, the worst thing you can do to an individual. Because to do that to a narcissist is the worst thing you can do to them. It's like kryptonite to them, to ignore them, because they only exist because people believe in the mask. So ignoring them and taking that fuel away from them is literally taking their life source away. It's very damaging to them. I guess it brings them back to a time maybe when they were a child and a caregiver ignored them. They were left to cry in a cot. It could go back that far. But the pain of that is pretty excruciating and damaging to a narcissist. And they know that. So they're doing to you the thing that they would hate for someone to do to them. They're basically putting upon you the worst pain in their experience 
that you can put upon another human being. So certainly do unto others as they would do unto you is being adhered to with a terribly evil twist. The effects on a human being essentially of being ignored is very primal. Not being able to communicate, being ignored and shut out of your life source. Like in the old days, if you were shut out of your survival group in a village and the individual was extricated or exercised, exercised from their tribe, that was certain death in primal medieval times, before medieval times, where your survival was essential. It was essential you were part of a group to survive basically in the wild. Your relationship with a narcissist became that primal. It became that dependent between the two of you. So what they're doing goes back to your primal brain of, I don't know if I can survive this. And I hope that explains that for some of you, for that feeling of, I can't, I can't go on. How do I get over this pain? That's actually what you're experiencing. Your whole body physically and in every other way, instinctually is telling you that without the narcissist, without your survival mechanism, because of the abuse you've been through, this is the scared and frightened state that it finds itself in. And it feels, it firmly believes because of what you've been through and the grooming process and the dependency that the narcissist engendered in you, you instinctually feel that you're not going to survive this. So I hope knowing that that's the effect of no closure, a discard and no contact or minimal contact with the narcissist. I hope explaining that might help a little bit in you being sure that this will pass once you understand what you've gone through and other things that are important in the healing process. The other thing it evokes in us is It's a confusion. We're flaying around looking for answers. We are essentially traumatized. We're traumatized by the shock of the discard and the lack of closure is highly confusing and traumatizing. And we're flaying around and we're blaming ourselves and we're full of self-doubt because we have been effectively ostracized by the person that was very important to us that fed us back an idea of who we were, that we became probably too dependent on without knowing. It's a very subtle process, narcissistic abuse, to bring you under control. It goes under the radar with the covert narcissist. So you are left in a pretty bad state post-discard and being shut off from closure, communicating your feelings, gaining an understanding of where you're at, and how you fit in, you know, how you fit into the dynamic of what's happened. Another effect is you feel dehumanized. You feel invalidated and disrespected as a human being. 
where your existence in itself is being questioned, it's being eradicated by this person. You are not important enough. Your existence is not important enough to be acknowledged. Never mind your humanity. Ignoring is the worst thing you can do to a narcissist. And that's why they do it to you, because they know how effective it can be. It keeps you in a traumatized state. It keeps your focus and attention fully on the narcissistic individual. Because you feel, you feel you need to put things in place. You feel that they have total power over the situation. And in effect, the move of giving a person no closure is taking total power and is leaving the other person feeling powerless because the only person the target feels that can make sense out of what's happening is the person they were in the relationship with. Now, we have to park that belief for sure, understanding that we were with a narcissist, because that's the closure that we can give ourselves. It's understanding we were, the, we were with a narcissist and the closure comes from that understanding not from the narcissistic individual who is purposely giving you no closure. The other devastating effect is that it's very destabilizing. You're in a highly emotional, distressed state. You are grieving the loss of someone who is probably, possibly a daily participant in your life. Your, your life would have revolved around that individual or you had a very close association with that individual. So they were part of your daily routine. They made a, a, a jigsaw piece of sense in your daily routine. It's like losing, it's like losing a very close family member. It may be losing a very close family member and it's as if they are dead. The lack of closure and the lack of communication and the very quick and unexpected discard is to all intents and purposes like a sudden death. But you are not allowed to grieve essentially with meaning. Because although the person is dead, you can't go to other people and grieve in the normal human process that we go through and think back on things that all made sense up to a point before the person died because the person isn't dead, but they've essentially made themselves dead to you. Very, very destabilizing. In this destabilized and traumatic state that you find yourself in post-discard with the narcissist denying you closure of any kind that makes any kind of sense to you or none at all. There is an overwhelming feeling of powerlessness. You're in every way 
debilitated. Your mind is confused and can't make sense or headway of how to go forward. Because you feel like there is a bridge that needs to be crossed, but there's no access to that bridge to get you to the other side. Because the bridge has been denied to you, the access has been denied to you to make sense of how you go forward. The way we do this is to essentially build a bridge of knowledge to get us to the other side. So again, the debilitating feeling of not being able to reach out, communicate, make sense and to grieve properly what actually did occur or what the relationship actually was in the light of the individual's revelation in the discard and lack of closure of being a possible narcissist. Because this is for sure, guys, a huge sign of a narcissist, not all encompassing. There has to be other behaviours or patterns as well when you look back at the relationship. But it has the smacking flavour of a full-blown narcissist if someone has done this to you. So essentially, you may be finding yourself in a traumatized state where you even feel the world is going on around you and you're not a participant in it. It takes quite a while to get you back to yourself, to a real sense of reality, to overcome the grief that no closure and the discard has propelled you into. And then when you have that settled and you have that understanding and time has passed and you understand that you were with a narcissist, then you begin your journey forward. You make the bridge for yourself. I would call it the no closure bridge that you build for yourself. And then you can learn to fly. Sometimes people don't get to build that bridge because the trauma and the grieving and the sense of powerlessness and the self-doubt and the primal feeling of being shut out from a life source or force that is going on within your body. Because of all these feelings, Sometimes people, particularly if they don't get the knowledge, and that's why please share, guys, the videos like like and subscribe. Consider taking that action to maybe help someone out there that doesn't know this. The poor person that doesn't know this and that doesn't understand what's happened to them and goes into a low state can find themselves in a depressed state and a suicidal state because they cannot get onto the bridge to get to the other side of what's happened to them. They don't understand that they need to understand what's happened to them to fully make that their own bridge of knowledge to cross to the other side and to go forward with their own lives in a fully awakened state where on the other side, I can promise you, there is joy to behold in an awakened state and the pain itself is 
definitely a trigger for a huge amount of growth. But having to go through this is really difficult. So I hope this video helps explain the effects of no closure and in understanding what you're going through, you'll be able to build that bridge for yourself to a new and a fantastic life and believe that it is there. This can propel you forward if you basically turn that frown upside down, make this experience. And I'm sorry if you're just in the beginnings of it. It seems nearly like an impossibility, but it's not impossible. A lot of us have done it. I've done it. People I speak to in coaching are doing it or have done it. Believe me, it's possible. And believe me, the results are but have people nearly saying I'd nearly go through it again to get to where I am now. And that's hard to hear too, but that's true. So guys, the next video in this little three-part mini-series is going to be short. I hope not too difficult to hear, but I'm going to play the narcissist. I am going to get into the narcissist's head and I'm going to speak to you as I believe the narcissist is subconsciously, consciously, and a bit of both actually thinking while they're in this scenario with you. Because a lot of people go, what the hell is going on with them? How are they thinking? How can they do this to me? So that might help as well. So I hope this mini series is going to be healing and a bit explanatory as to the confusion we find ourselves in when we get discarded by a narcissist and when they decide to give us no closure. Take very great care of yourselves, guys. I'll be posting again soon with a new podcast in relation to me being the narcissist. Bye for now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.